welcome back to the podcast. As you guys can probably tell, things are back to normal. We got all of the music, the transitions, because my laptop is back. After two weeks of not having my work computer, I have it back and I feel like a new woman. I feel like I got all of my old things to work on again and just feeling a lot more at ease. This episode is kind of a different episode. I feel like I haven't really done a lot of episodes like this, but I wanted to do something that was very practical. It's basically about all of my daily habits that I have to just be more productive throughout the day and also just to be a better wife and to be better at my work and just kind of all the small things that in the grand scheme of life might seem like they're not a big deal when you're doing them every day, but they kind of compromise my entire life. I'm a big fan and you guys know I talk about this all the time, but I believe that the small things you do every day really make you into the person that you are and they also really shape you and they matter. I think a lot of times we think Monday to Friday, the really basic things that we do every day just are kind of like the mundane everyday things. But I did a video that was similar to this. It was on daily habits that I do to live more stress-free, but I wanted to have this in podcast form and there's actually like 20 different things. So there's a lot, but I also just wanted to talk kind of more about habits and developing healthy habits and what I think it means to have these habits, where do I think they come from, and self-discipline. I did a podcast recently on giving yourself grace, and so I kind of wanted to couple that with another podcast on actually developing self-discipline and being motivated and how to actually find drive through those daily things that might seem really, really mundane. So these things range from like my cleaning routine, my cooking routine, but also habits that I use to stay disciplined while working from home and also working for myself. And also things that I do to connect with other people throughout the day and to just have a good relationship with my husband, Aiden, and just all the small things that I do actually think matter. And this is an episode that I talk about a lot of these things here and there in all my different episodes, but I don't just have them all in one episode. So I feel like I'm at a place in life where I'm finally having a solid routine. Obviously, we got our puppy Cash, which has been a huge, huge part of our life and has really made it more important for us to have a routine because dogs love routine. Dogs thrive off having a routine. You know, they need to know when they're going to eat. They need to know when they're going to sleep. They need to know when they're going to be taken out. And all these things really matter. And so it's really made me think about my routine and kind of helped me start developing a better routine with all of these different habits. So for my life update, where I'm at in the world, there are a few different things that I wanted to talk about. One, obviously, Cash, our puppy we still have. He is definitely growing a lot. He's getting a lot bigger. He's becoming a lot more rambunctious. He's getting into a lot more stuff, discovering those teeth and how they hurt and chewing absolutely everything. And so we've been having a very fun time starting to train him, but he's still such a joy. It's been so nice because I have him. I've been off my phone so much more. It's probably why I've just been behind on like responding to comments and DMs and all those things because I just don't spend a lot of time on my phone. Like whenever I'm not working, whenever I'm not doing stuff, errands, I would rather just be hanging out with him and Aiden and spending time with my family. And I think that that's been the most important thing. And it's been really refreshing seeing my screen time report come in and it's so much less than it used to be. Along with that, he's been making me wake up a lot earlier. So if you guys don't know, I usually would wake up at around eight o'clock most days. That's when Aiden and I usually would get up because I don't have to be at a job and I don't have to like report to a boss. So I kind of pick my own hours and eight o'clock is just a good time for me to wake up. And we usually go to bed around midnight, not midnight, maybe like 11 to midnight. But recently he wakes up around seven and he starts scratching at his crate then. 
And so we have been trying to go to bed a little bit earlier and I've been waking up at seven. So I take him out in the morning and Aiden does all the takeouts at night because I don't like doing that. And so I've been waking up earlier, which has been nice. I've been waking up, doing kind of my morning chores. I'll talk about this in the episode, but I feel just a lot more productive and motivated getting up a lot earlier. And it's something that I feel like you never do until you're forced to do. So now that I'm forced to do it, I really have been enjoying it. And by the time that I'm posting this, I can say this because I don't want to share this while I'm actually home alone, but I am going to be home alone for the first time since Aiden and I got married. He is going on a weekend trip with some friends. And so it is literally just going to be me. My sister Jamie is coming over Thursday night because she doesn't work on Friday. She has like a schedule where, I forgot what it's called, but she has Fridays off some weeks. And so she's going to come over Thursday night. We're going to have a girls night and then I'm going to sleep over at my family and my parents' house the rest of the weekend because I don't like being by myself. I like alone time, but I don't like spending so much time alone to where I'm literally like sleeping by myself. It's so weird when you get married actually not sleeping with another person. It just feels really strange and I don't like it and he's like my security blanket at night so it just feels really weird so I'm gonna go stay with them because I don't like to be by myself so that's gonna be fun but also just different and weird but we'll see what it's like being on my own for the first time since getting married start off I wanted to read a few quotes that I have from a book that I really like it's called Atomic Habits an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones it's called James Clear I love these books about habits I think it's really interesting how we as humans are such creatures of habit and even training Cash right now it's just so cool to see him developing habits and good habits and knowing that when he comes inside he needs to sit down and I will unclip his harness or when we feed him he has to do a couple of tricks and then we always make him sit before we put down his bowl and he just is starting to pick up these things without us even having to say the commands that we're doing And it's just so interesting how we, too, as humans are like this. I think habits are obviously so important for becoming more of a self-disciplined person. And so I wanted to read a few quotes from this book. The first one says, All big things come from small beginnings. The seed of every habit is a single tiny decision. But as that decision is repeated, a habit sprouts and grows stronger. Roots entrench themselves and branches grow. The task of breaking a bad habit is like uprooting a powerful oak within us. And the task of building a good habit is like cultivating a delicate flower one day at a time. This next one says, when scientists analyze people who appear to have tremendous self-control, it turns out that those individuals aren't all that different from those who are struggling. Instead, disciplined people are better at structuring their lives in a way that does not require heroic willpower and self-control. In other words, they spend less time in tempting situations. I also think it can become easy to focus too much on habits though and focusing too much on being self-disciplined to a point where you're obsessed with just really small parts of your day and it makes me think of this verse. It's in Matthew 6. It says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body. What you will put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they are? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these." 
But at the same time, the Bible also does say a lot about having certain qualities as a Christian and devoting your life to God and what that looks like in terms of practical daily habits. And so this is in 1 Thessalonians. It says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, but test everything, hold fast to what is good, abstain from every form of evil. I think a lot of times people look at the Bible and think that it's just a book about love, but there are a lot of very clear things that the Bible has a take on in terms of what we're eating, how we're spending our time, how we're working, how we're interacting with other people, and these things really matter. And I think that our habits are sometimes just looked at like, oh, it's just another day, I work, I go home, whatever. But it is really important. And I know not everyone has the time to be doing X, Y, and Z every single day. I'm not even saying that these habits that I do every day are things that you need to do every day. It's more just about establishing a routine that works for you. And just make sure that you like the person that you're becoming and the way that you're spending your time and We all have to do things that we don't like from time to day. And honestly, a lot of these habits that I'm doing, I don't necessarily enjoy doing them, but I know it's making me a better person. I know it's making me a more self-disciplined person. I know in the end it's going to be good for me, and so I keep doing them. So I kind of did these in order from waking up to going to bed at night. Some of them are just mixed in within. But the first one is waking up and doing all the tasks that take less than 15 minutes to do in the morning. So I really like to get all these things done right in the morning. So the first thing that I always do is take out Cash, obviously, because he sleeps in his crate, and I'm always really excited to see him in the morning, and so I take him out. And then I like to go and tidy up our couch, because we usually just fall asleep at night and then go to our bed and kind of leave the mess behind. So I'll go through and clean up the couch. And then I always like to unload the dishwasher right in the morning because if we don't do that, the dishes start collecting in the sink. And I hate when things start collecting in the sink. And so I always like to make sure I get that done. And then of course, making our bed. I actually do like to leave our bed open for at least 30 minutes though, because there is this new concept that I feel like people don't really talk about all that often, but it's good to let your bed breathe. So just think at night how much you sweat and how much kind of like dirt probably goes around. I personally shower in the morning and at night because I like getting bed, getting into our bed clean. But even at night when you're sweating, it just gets kind of nasty in your bed and it's good to let it kind of air out before you just pull the sheets back over and it traps all of that nastiness in your bed. So I always like to make sure those things get done and then I'll usually play with Cash for 30 minutes because he's been in his crate all night. He obviously wants to play a lot so I really try to make sure that we do like a really hardcore play session with him and then he usually falls asleep after that which is nice because that's when I usually work out after that. But that's kind of my morning routine. I like getting these things done in the morning so they're not looming over my head. And for me, I find when I start checking off the simple things in the morning, even it's just if it's something as simple as literally making your bed or unloading the dishwasher, I'm more likely to have the motivation to do the harder things when those things come up. Secondly, I always like to have a mental checklist of what needs to get done for the day. I know everyone prefers to plan their days differently. I usually do my plans on Sunday the night before. I'll plan out my week, but I always just plan out on Google Calendar, and I'll just use the task alert, so I'll literally just make an alert that says you need to get this done, or if I have an event or something, I use Google Calendar. I think it's really easy because it's synced up to my phone and also my laptop, and I like getting the alerts on my phone, so it just makes everything super simple to do. 
But that is really helpful just so I go into the day knowing what needs to get done. And any day that I don't do this, I always feel the least accomplished. I feel like I haven't gotten anything done. I feel like there are things that I could have done that I'm now going to be stressed later on in the week. And it's not to say that you always have to be productive every single minute of the day, but it really helps me just knowing that I'm achieving small things throughout my week to make sure that I'm getting everything that needs to be done, done. So number three is just a workout in the morning. I don't even remember the last time I was a night workout person. I love working out in the morning. You can do whatever works for you though. I work out five times a week and then I take off on Saturdays and Sundays. That's my routine. I don't like working out on the weekend, so I just don't. And I find that I come back on Mondays a lot more motivated when I have done that break time over the weekend. But I've talked about my workouts a lot here. I've done a lot of fitness and health episodes if you guys want to listen to those. But my current kind of workout routine I've been doing, I've been running three times a week. So I'll usually work, I'll usually run Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I've been running just three miles. That's how long I usually run. But I've been trying to do it faster. I've been trying to run at least at a 6.4 pace and then I like to end at around a 7.0 pace that I kind of like to like work myself up to there but sometimes it's slower sometimes I'm just not feeling that sometimes it's faster if I'm really feeling it and then after that I will do 15 minutes of either abs or a banded booty workout those are like my favorite workouts to do and then on the other days that I'm not running I always am doing some sort of strength workout so I will either just do a fully arm strength workout for 45 minutes or I will do a Sydney Cummings boot camp workout, which is very much like a dumbbell workout. You're doing squats, you're doing arms, you're doing abs, you're doing everything. It's like a full body, but you're using weights. And I do that twice a week. And adding in the strength training, I can just say has been the biggest improvement for me. I feel like I'm so much stronger. I like a year and a half ago, couldn't even see any definition in my arms in terms of my muscles or anything. And now when I'm looking and doing shoulder presses, it's just so cool to see how those muscles have formed and doing push-ups and just feeling a lot stronger. And so I have really loved incorporating weights into my workout routine and just doing that all in the morning. When I do my morning workout, I'm so much of a happier person. I feel so much more motivated for the day. I feel like I can actually get things done and feel accomplished and just ready versus before when I was saving that for the evening time, I never had enough energy and it just wasn't doing anything for me. So find what works for you, but obviously fitness is so important to me. It's something that really does give me the energy throughout the day. And then after I work out, I always get ready. I don't put on makeup every day or do my hair necessarily every day, but I always shower and I will put on real clothes and I'll just put on an outfit. Even if I'm just working from home and not doing much that day, I feel like I have so much more energy and feel more productive when I just kind of put a little bit of effort into my appearance versus just rolling out of my workout, showering, and putting on pajamas. I just know it's not going to be a productive day. I will say that I do think I put on makeup and do my hair most days. It just does make me feel better. I also vlog my life and so I feel a little bit more confident in my videos when I am getting ready sometimes. But if you watch my videos, you know I also never wear makeup too in a lot of my videos. So that's not like an everyday thing by any means. Now this one is really important because ever since I started really just being home more and working from home a lot, I have noticed I will go through periods where I'll just get caught up working on something and I'll forget to eat a meal or I'll just kind of do a lighter breakfast and then a lighter lunch. And by the time dinner comes, 
I've never felt so hungry before. So something I'm trying to focus on more as of the past few weeks is really eating enough food throughout the day and not just eating really lightly and then eating so much around dinner time because I feel a lot less brain fog. I feel a lot more energy, obviously, when you're eating food. And so I eat all different kinds of things. I'm on a big kick right now of pretty much eating whatever I want. I have just realized with health and wellness, I used to be more focused on eating like, quote, whole foods and eating healthier, but I genuinely have the best relationship with food. I feel my healthiest and just transparently like weigh my healthiest weight when I'm eating everything in moderation and just not limiting my foods. Whenever I start seeing certain foods as like no-nos, like, oh, I can't eat that. That's processed. That's bad. I start obsessing over it and I start feeling like I crave it more because there's so much focus on it. But something I've realized with health and wellness, and this is just for me, I know everyone's different, but when I stop labeling foods, I don't really crave them as much. And when I just, for example, today, like I had boxed mac and cheese, and that used to be something that I would never eat, but now I just eat it when I want it, and I eat a normal portion size of it, and my craving is satisfied, and I don't go compensate for not eating that with eating like snacks that I think are healthy but actually add up to a lot of food when I'm just trying to beat this craving. And that's a realization that I've had recently. So while I'm about to list these foods, just know that I also eat random stuff too that wouldn't necessarily be labeled as healthy. So for breakfast, I typically do some sort of banana a granola bar, I'll do avocado toast, or I'll do yogurt with fruit. Those are pretty much the only things I do. I do keep my breakfast lighter because I work out in the morning. I don't typically work out before I, no, I do typically work out before I eat because it just makes me have a better workout. I usually get side cramps, especially if I'm running, if I'm eating. So that's usually what my breakfast is. For lunch, I usually like to make like a snack plate of veggies, crackers, cheese, hummus, just things I can put together. Or a sandwich, I'll just do turkey, cheese, greens, whatever. Or sometimes I'll do like a big salad. I'll heat up a veggie burger and put it on greens with some dressing, nuts, veggies, all those things. That is one of my favorite things to have for lunch. So those are the things for dinner. If you guys watch my videos, you know I make all kinds of different things for dinner. Dinner is like my favorite thing to make at night. And so that varies a lot. number six is just limiting my phone use when I actually start working. I know this seems very obvious, but it is so hard not to check your phone while you're working. It is so hard not to just kind of get distracted by Instagram or whatever whenever you're actually trying to work. And so something that I've been doing over the past couple of weeks, especially now with having a puppy, my work periods are a little bit shorter and I don't have as much time as I used to. So whenever I'm working, I know I can't be on my phone because I have to finish what I'm doing because I will not have time later to finish it. Versus before, I just had all the time in the world, so it didn't really matter. But I will put my phone on do not disturb or airplane mode and it does keep me in the right mental space as well because especially with my kind of work, when I'm working on a video and then I transition to watching a YouTube video, I will subconsciously be thinking, oh, this person's editing is better than mine. Oh, this person has a better idea than me. Oh, this person is prettier than me than I am in my videos. And I don't do this all the time, but it definitely is something that happens. And so I like to limit 
my phone use because of the nature of this job or going from recording a podcast to listening to another podcast and subconsciously comparing my podcast to theirs. And so I like to eliminate that just by not really going on my phone. Another thing I like to do is just setting a nice work environment. So we have a diffuser in our bedroom. That's where my desk is. And I'll have it linked down below. It's on Amazon. It's like a very simple diffuser. I think it's around $40. I really want, there's one from Young Living, which I know people are sketched by because it's an MLM, but they have a really pretty diffuser that I've always wanted, but it's like $200. So I just got this Amazon one because I do not need to spend $200 on a diffuser. That's absolutely absurd. And it's really pretty. So I will diffuse citrus essential oils. It makes me feel really motivated. It feels really fresh around my workspace. And I also like to make the lighting right. So I'll light I'll light our lamps in the bedroom and also just tidy up the space. Whenever there are clothes on the floor in our bedroom and I'm working, I will get distracted by the clothes. So I like to have a clean space and it helps me just focus on my work when I feel like I'm in the right headspace, but also the work environment to get everything done that I need to get done throughout the day. So this is a big one that I have learned recently. I have been feeling very behind because of my laptop thing and because of having a puppy. It just life is a lot busier than it used to be, which is great. I would not want it any other way. I'd much rather be this busy. But there are things that I will get asked if I want to do that I feel like I should say yes to just because I feel like I should be saying yes to them or I'd feel bad about turning them down. And this isn't necessarily like brand sponsorships or something like that. Obviously being compensated is work and I will send things in when they need to be on time and all that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about extra things that I get asked to do that I'm very flattered by and I also want to do. I think that a lot of those small opportunities are actually opportunities to grow and I feel like I need to say yes but then when those things come up I feel so bad that I have to do x thing instead of being able to work on a podcast or a video or create reels or think of new video ideas and work on my own brand more and so something I've been trying to do lately is just say no when I have that gut feeling that this isn't really serving me or serving that person if my heart's not behind it I think it can be hard in your job or your work when you're asked to do extra things to say no and this is just my message to you that you are okay to say no and there's probably more people than you think that are saying no to opportunities because I definitely think that there are some things that I don't want to do but are good for me and I'll say yes to those things but when it's something that I don't want to do and it's not good for me and it's not benefiting the other person it's okay for me to say no. And I've just had to learn that. Or even if it is good for the other person, I don't have all the time in the world. And saying yes to things that ends up taking me away from my job that I have to do here or taking me away from my family and my responsibilities that I have here, I think that it's okay to say no to those things. And I'm just tired of getting stressed out about things that are small. And if I didn't agree to in the first place because I felt like I had to, things would have been fine. So I'm trying to learn that too the longer that I'm just working for myself. And while I think it's beneficial to do the small things first, when it comes to my work, I always do the things that I'm procrastinating first. I do the things that I don't want to do because when those are looming over my head, I don't really have any creativity in me for doing videos, for thinking of new ideas. So a few of those things, one, finances. 
I like doing my finances, but there are a lot of things that I feel behind on. So like tracking my work expenses, logging payments, updating tax info. These are things that when you do three minutes a day, they don't add up to that much time. But when you have to do them for three hours a month because you didn't do it daily, it really adds up. So I always try to do this first as well as our own personal budget. I don't know about you guys. But I have a tendency just to not check my bank account. Like, I'll just ignore it and then I'll go back on and be like, wow, I spent a lot of unnecessary money on Chewy.com buying my dog more toys when he has plenty of toys because people are telling me that my dog needs a specific toy and it's going to cure all of his teething problems right away if I get it, which I'm very thankful for the recommendations. But I obviously don't need every toy and I've been ordering a lot lately. So it's helpful to look at your budget every single day if you can. If you have one, I definitely recommend having one. We're saving for a house, so we're trying to be a lot better about saving and just really checking the budget and logging expenses and doing those things because, again, for a few days, it does add up to a lot of time in the long run when you actually have to. So another thing I've been trying to do is starring emails when I don't have the time to respond to them right now and maybe they're asking for some info that's going to take a while to do later. I used to just make a mental note like, oh, I'm going to get back to that and then never get back to that. Or I would say, I know I'm not going to get back to this if I don't do it now, so I'm going to do it now. But then I don't do what I need to get done for the day and it ends up being a distraction. So something I started doing recently, I know this is really basic, you probably already know this, but just starring emails and coming back to them later. Another thing that really helps me be productive while working from home is just getting outside We are very lucky where we live next to a lot of coffee shops, so we'll just go walk and grab some coffee and get out in the sunshine. It's been really nice this week after all the crazy snowstorms and stuff, and so we've been trying to spend some more time outside, and even just taking out cash every hour, hour and a half, it really helps me just get outside and feel a little bit motivated. This is another one I wanted to touch on if you're working in a creative field. Sometimes I will get these kind of bits of inspiration or creativity and I will try to push them aside because I'm like, I need to do this right now. But I've learned, especially in this kind of job, that inspiration does not come that often and it's easy to get burnt out when you're trying to think of new ideas all the time. So anytime I get a new idea, anytime I see a reel that I want to do, anytime I feel like I have a certain edit that I want to do, I will do it right then and there and I will not consider that as a distraction because those moments are so important, especially when you're in a creative field and I can guarantee any of the spontaneous videos that I've done that I've been like, I don't know if this is going to do well, but I'm going to try it, usually ends up doing well. They're usually the better ones because they're coming from a place where I feel genuinely creative doing it and it comes off better. I did a video on things that I didn't want to buy in 2021. I remember doing that video and thinking, I love this idea. I saw someone else do it. I think it's really good. And I had another video planned, but I just decided to run with that. And that one performed a lot better than any of my other videos. So especially if you're trying to get into content creation or anything, I would highly recommend just following those creative juices and letting them flow and not trying to downplay them when they happen. Another thing I like to do is just time batch my tasks. So I have been trying to do a day for podcasting, a day for editing, and a day for whatever other things, and kind of looping in all those tasks together because it makes them go by a lot faster. 
And it just makes it easier when my head is just in one place for the whole day and I don't have to be doing three different things, four different things each and every day. I don't really stick to this religiously. Like if I want to do something else, I will definitely do something else. But for the most part, I do try just to kind of keep at one thing just because it does make things a lot easier. This next one is really important. It might not seem important, but it's being social. Ever since getting a dog, it is so refreshing the amount of people that I have gotten to meet while taking this dog out to go to the bathroom, getting to have really short conversations with neighbors that I live with, and I can just say we are social creatures and we are meant to converse with other people and talk to other people and get to know people and I always come back into our apartment ready to work feeling so much better when I have like a five-minute conversation with a stranger and I'm so thankful for Cash because he's really such a great icebreaker to get to meet people. So that is something back in the day when I was so, more so in college, when I was so worried about my grades. If I had a moment where I got distracted by a stranger, I almost saw it as kind of like an annoyance or a disturbance versus now I think, yes, this person is talking to me and that's a really good thing and I'm going to be present in this situation, not thinking about other things because I like the social interaction in it is also really good for me. Another thing that I do throughout the day that has really improved my life is just picking up things throughout the day instead of letting things get messy. If it takes two minutes to do, I will do it then and there. So if I change my clothes, I'll put my clothes away. If I make a meal, get crumbs on the counter, I will clean off the counter. If I do whatever, I try to pick it up right away There are things that I do every single day for cleaning. So for me, that is picking up clothes, wiping down counters. We usually vacuum every two days. For some reason, our apartment gets really kind of gross, especially now with the dog. He's ripping up everything, so there's stuff everywhere. Making the bed and then laundry, we usually do twice a week for the most part. And then weekly things that we do, I will usually do these either on like a Saturday or a Sunday, but that's deep cleaning and scrubbing the floors, cleaning our bathroom, washing our sheets or towels or blankets and cleaning the windows. I love that day when I get to do those things. I love my cleaning. I did a video recently if you want to watch. It's like a Sunday routine video, but I shared me doing these things and it was like one of my happiest videos because I love cleaning. It really puts me on the right track or whatever. And so Picking up things throughout the day just makes your life easier. You won't have to get off work and then come home to a place that's just a disaster when you know that it's going to be picked up as you go throughout the day. And this one is really random and is only probably going to be one if you live with your significant other, but something that I try to prioritize is just intimacy. And I'm not just talking about like sex or anything like that, but making sure that I spend time kissing and hugging and getting physical touch from my husband. I read this from, I think it's Focus on the Family, but I think it's really funny. It says, sexual touching is important in any growing relationship. However, it should not be the only time a couple touches. Our friend Dr. Kevin Lehman notes this in his book, Sex Begins in the Kitchen. He points out that genuine intimacy is developed in the small acts of touching in the kitchen or walking through a mall together hand in hand or sitting close together on the sofa watching television. It is so important to have physical touch. I'm not even just talking about in a relationship, but I also am talking about within a marriage because those things are really important and they really do help your relationship a lot. It really does help your relationship when you have that physical touch and it's something that's really important. So making sure we hug in the kitchen, making sure I randomly kiss him and not feeling like 
I need to get all these things done and then just ignoring the person that I'm living with that's just a sad way to live and it definitely makes me happier having those small moments of physical touch and along that kind of the same note is just to make sure I'm serving other people it's really easy to get caught up in your routine your things that you need to get done and not doing things for the other person and so I do like to think of ways that I can help people around me whether that be my neighbors or be Aiden or whoever it may be helping pick up and cooking dinner and running an errand if Aiden needs something and just being there for him I think we live in such a society where it's just so what can I get out of the situation and is this serving me and it can be really dangerous to live your life that way and to not incorporate ways to help other people and your daily habits that you're doing and it doesn't okay you guys can probably hear but we're trying to leave cash in his crate for an hour a day he sleeps through the night in his crate but we're trying to leave him an hour a day because we both work from home and don't want him to get separation anxiety and he had just gone crazy so took him out all is well now he is out of the crate he is having a good time so my next one is cooking dinner at night you guys know that my nightly cooking dinner is such a part of my routine it's one of my favorite parts of the day because it's for one my alone time and two it's just nice getting to make something with your hands I feel like so much of my work now is so mental and a lot of our work you know we're not really doing as much physical labor some people I'm sure who are listening to this are doing that kind of job but it's just nice getting to put something together and work with your hands and it's really mentally stimulating for me at the same time just getting to put something together so I love doing this every single night even though I don't do it every single night. I do it probably like three to four times a week, but it really is one of my favorite parts of the night. I'm watching a new show right now. It's on Netflix. Oh, what is it called? It's called like, it's number two on Netflix right now. It's about this guy who has a wife who befriends this girl. I don't remember what it's called, but it's really good. I usually just pick a show to watch while I'm cooking dinner. It's kind of like my show. And then the next thing that we do pretty much every night, we call it closing up shop. So we'll wipe down all of our counters. We'll run the dishwasher. We'll kind of pick up here and there. We'll leave the couch messy whenever we go to go to bed. But besides that, I like waking up for the most part and everything is done, especially in the kitchen. I hate waking up to a messy kitchen. It's like my least favorite thing. So it's nice just getting to wake up and I only have to do the dishwasher and not have to scrub the counters or anything. And then the last thing, this is something that I've always said that I'm going to do, but I have been bad about until recently is just shutting off my Instagram before bed. I like to watch YouTube before bed. It doesn't really keep me up or anything, but for me, scrolling on Instagram, reading comments, like reading messages just really stimulates me. And I also think especially being married now, we have so many good conversations at night and I feel very intimately close at night with Aiden and I like to spend that time with him. And it made me think of this book. It's called You're Not Listening, What You're Missing and Why It Matters by Kate Murphy. I read this book a little bit ago, but it has this section all about being a good listener. And for me, this is a time when I feel like we just have really good conversations and I always want to be present. And so, This quote says, to listen well is to figure out what's on someone's mind and demonstrate that you care enough to want to know. It's what we all crave, to be understood as a person with thoughts, emotions, and intentions that are unique and valuable and deserving of attention. Listening is not about teaching, shaping, critiquing, appraising, or showing how it should be done. Listening is about the experience of being experienced. It's when someone takes an interest in who you are and what you are doing. And for me, I think that our nighttime routine 
2018 is a big time when we really do listen to each other and talk to each other and especially within a marriage it's really healthy just to have that time for that and so I like to be off Instagram we will usually watch like our separate videos before we go to bed still but for the most part Instagram kind of gets turned off and then I also like to sleep with an eye mask I sleep with earplugs and I sleep with a white noise machine because you guys know I struggle with insomnia. I haven't really struggled with it for a while though now, pretty much ever since getting married, but I still have occasional bouts of it and these things just help keep me asleep at night. So I really do like to sleep with those as well. are the daily habits. I always wish on my podcast I could say and let me know what your favorite daily habit is but I can't say that obviously so those are things that I do pretty much every day that I think help keep me well grounded and level-headed and also just help me be better. I have learned these over the years and I don't think I ever used to have a really set routine until getting married. It just made it a lot easier and having the dog now I just feel very accustomed to my routine. I look forward to it. All of these things for the most part besides a few of them, aren't the worst thing in the world to be doing and I like them and I know with all the cleaning and just getting things together, it just makes me feel like a more well-rounded, healthier person and I feel like I can really chill on the weekends because I've done all these things throughout the week. So I hope you guys enjoyed. I know this was kind of a different episode. It was very practical, but I just felt like I needed to do that. I also asked on Instagram for some interview guests that you guys had in mind and so I will have interview episodes coming here soon. I know that's something that I haven't done for a bit so I want to switch it up and do that. If you enjoyed feel free to leave a review if you're on Apple Podcasts or just give me a rating that really helps my podcast or just DM me like always tag me in an Instagram story. It's the best way for me to see it and I love seeing how you're listening to the podcast whether that be while doing homework or cleaning or on a walk or on the subway whatever it may be. It makes my day seeing those and I always respond to those so Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so thankful for you guys and I will talk to you guys in my next episode. Bye friends.